Welcome to Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love, with your host, author, entrepreneur, and behavioral relationship expert, Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. My aunt had told me about Tracy's podcast deal with it over a year ago. I've been listening to it ever since. So after my last breakup, I said, that's it, and decided to take the leap of faith and do coaching with Tracy. Tracy helps you break through and question your feelings and emotions and get to the root cause of those. I'm thankful for all that I have realized about myself thanks to her. If you are noticing that you keep attracting the same type of relationships and you just can't figure out why, it's time to figure it out. Tracy will help you get there. Hey there, hi there, hello there. Welcome back. Mm-hmm-hmm. Got another podcast. Freedom from attachment, living fulfilled, happy, and in love. Yeah. All right. It's the way to live because if you're not living that way, you're not really living. Just being honest, right? And I bet on the other side of that too. So I can't believe we're at $5.99. And that's exciting, right? Yes, yes. We will hit 600 next week. Okay, wow. So (laughs) I came up with this title, How to Communicate with the Space Alien and Other Avoidance. Mm -hmm, I did. So the main topic idea is I receive a lot of topics from people. And this one spoke to me as the lack of trust in oneself. And the making of an enemy of another person is a common melody this day, you know, nowadays, I mean, like we do that, right. It's like, I'm going to make someone else an enemy because we like to live in that state of struggle. But regardless, the writer that sent that, this, this statement to me, or this, this little note, like many others wanted to know how to communicate with an avoidant and then determine if the avoidant is a narcissist. There's more, but, but first I want to start there. Like they basically were saying, you know, is this person an avoidant or are they a narcissist? And how do I tell the difference? And, and so the idea that a special language, by the way, needs to be thought of so as not to lose a person who apparently is disconnected from you anyways, instead of how do I learn to communicate with myself as an avoidant? It's about someone else. Why? Like most people don't think about when they're writing something like this, if they're talking all about how to communicate with someone else, it's like, well, you're totally disconnected from yourself in the first place because you really shouldn't even be looking at it from that perspective. You should be looking at it from the perspective of what am I saying to myself by being here in the first place? If you learn to communicate in a pleasing way to the avoidant, will you get your way? Maybe that's what it is, right? You want your way. And so if I learn to speak their language... I'll get my way. You may as well talk to a space alien, right? So that is, after all, what most people are doing or looking for is to get their way. Be honest with yourself. A lot of our problems in life are about getting our own way. We look for manipulation. We do not believe authentically we can have what we want because what we want has a free will of their own when it's another person. Hello, 
So what was the rest of the message I got from this person? So they, they said they heard the word narcissist thrown around, around a lot on social media, and they'd appreciate tips to determine if they're attached to an avoidant or if their trauma, this other person's trauma, made them an avoidant or really if that person's just a narcissist. And if they're a narcissist, then how does the person who wrote this message to me move on? Well, this podcast is not going to teach you about how to communicate with others or to even analyze whether someone is a narcissist or whatever they are, space alien, may as well be. Instead, it's to learn why you're so other-focused, other-directed, that's going to make all your choices based on a label arbitrarily given to someone. The question to ask yourself is, am I happy here? Not because of what this person does or doesn't do, but because you are making a choice clearly to accept a lot less than you feel you deserve. So let's open this up. I receive questions all the time from people about other people, but what about you? You're not asking about you, and yet you are the one who feels the way you do. And yet you don't ask yourself, you ask, and you're not asking it's like a message like that is not asking about you for you. You're asking in reference to another person who you hope you can analyze and then decide whether to pour more attention, energy, and self-hatred into. And that's what you do. Oh yeah, you avoid yourself when you do this. Your value is very low and the other person, well, you value them a lot more since your questions are concerned with them and how they act and what they choose and then, you know, and then through their actions, you, okay, now we bring you into it. So far it's about them. Now you want to decide the relationship to you without including them, right? Which means you have no relationship with them. Relationship means to relate. So if you're not including them in a conversation, then you're not relating. So how are you relating if you take a question about them and their behavior elsewhere? And like I said, ignoring or avoiding yourself. I used to do it, so I'm not beating you up, but I'm trying to point out something that I see so much, and that's like this victimhood of this other person controlling you, and they don't even know they're controlling you, okay? And I'm pointing it out because you believe your pain and your emptiness and your being seen and known is up to someone else rather than to you. It does not matter if a person, by the way, is an axe murderer. <laughs> I'm being a little facetious, but... If you're attached, you're going to find reasons to stick around. You just are. You will not leave. You will say, but they're nice on Wednesdays. I just can't take the chance of leaving in case they're nice on Thursdays too. You need to look at why you settle, why you are in pain and trying to mentally find a way to put the blame on them for being a villain. You remain the victim until you decide you're ready to be your own best friend. You will play this game. And it's not a matter of if you should stay or you should go. It's why you chose to be here in the first place. And, and that's really where your empowerment comes from. It's to know in the first place why you make a choice and remain in something so unsatisfying you need them to have a pathological diagnosis. That's what you're doing. You're trying to give them a pathology. All right. What about me? Well, I was the queen, the queen of looking up information, finding anything that showed the other person had something wrong with them. How else could I explain the situation I find myself in? What? What? I'm here? I am perfect. I do not have anything wrong with me. How the fuck can I be here? It's got to be his fault. So I could just not say to myself, hey, maybe they're just not that into me. Or why am I trying so hard to make something work when the other person does not show interest in doing so? Or for when I got mixed messages, because of course, 
I would hear, I love you and want to keep this going, but then their actions did not match that. And instead of seeing this and moving on, I would get pissed off and I'd argue with them and like, but you're, you're saying this and you're doing that and blah, 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 blah. And I would choose to hang on because I would hear those words and think, oh, the words are meaningful. And hanging on to a sinking boat is what I was doing, telling myself lies and stories. And I would hear from others who finally, after their long suffering with their nightmare, you know, pathological liar, cheater, narcissist, or whatever they called them, they finally landed them and everything worked out. And they turned into Prince Charming from, you know, the schlub that they were. I know you've all heard these stories too, right? You always have that friend who finally got, you know, the guy or the girl to commit. And I would listen to these details of these stories, ignoring the ones which had nothing to do with my current reality, by the way, and only paying attention to the ones which matched my perception, my story, and my goal. Like the ones where it was like, oh, yeah, fuck the details that didn't work. Let me hear the ones that did. So then I have more power to keep staying in this place, right? And I would listen to the person and hear words like the mixed message stuff and repeat it to myself like this person who would disappear or date others, right? <laughs> like, oh, you love me, but you're dating other people. Hmm. Or you love me and you disappeared. Hmm. Or not seem to follow through in some way. And then I could go, oh, they're a jerk. They're this, they're that, blah, 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 blah. Not looking at myself. Never was looking at myself. Like I thought I was self-aware, but I wasn't really looking deep inside. Like when I'm telling you guys all these stories that I ever tell you, I thought I was involved. I thought I was self-aware. Oh, I did. I had no idea how far off the mark I was, okay? Because to me, I was a good, smart person, and there's this guy who's an ass, and I remember the relationship I have mentioned so many times on this podcast, where we could be having a conversation, and then he'd be committed to something, and then he would just disappear, bail, boom, where'd he go? And I would want to talk, and then he would need to go. And then I would lose my shit and try calling over and over and over in dead air. Like I could turn into a loony, loony tune until of course this person felt I had calmed down after a week or two or whatever it was. So he would, you know, escape out of having any kind of conversation about what happened. Right. And then I would, when he would come back around, I would choose my answers. I would strategize them. I wouldn't look inside. I wouldn't really talk about how I felt. I would just totally stifle my feelings. Why did I choose to do that? What was I choosing? What was I getting here? How come I felt the need to not address my attachment to him and instead I kept trying to diagnose him, kept making him the bad guy. So I didn't want to touch my emotions. This wasn't even a question. I didn't even understand how to do it. I did not want to look at why I felt so badly about myself and that I kept choosing to remain in a very unsatisfying situation. And the thing was, I didn't want to look inside because I didn't think there was anything there to look at. I really didn't. I felt outside of me was controlling. And so like the writer of that message, it's, well, how do I communicate? I would have asked a question like that years ago. How do I communicate? How do I determine and label them so I know if I need to go? And how do I get out? And that's not an empowering position. It's like you're a victim and you're trying to get away from a perpetrator. And it's like, why are you in this pl place in the first place? Why are you choosing this in the first place? Why do you want something so hard that is so full of problems and so painful? It's because it's all you know most of the time. But it's not about focusing on them. It's about focusing on you. So why is this a problem? It's simple. Until you can look at yourself to find your motivation and responsibility for your choices, you're never going to be happy. As long as you look to diagnose others or figure them out, you're going to be miserable. 
That is it. And so you need to look inside and that is where the work is. And that is where it's rewarding and it's freeing and it's empowering. Okay. What's the wisdom nugget? Focus on yourself, all parts of you. Trust that your choices are leading you somewhere to another lesson or to your goals. It's the same road for all of us. Yep. Because you're going down on your journey and whether you encounter a lesson, okay, you're still going to get to your goals if you keep going down the journey. If you just sit down and decide, I'm not going anywhere, well, that's a different story. All right, so the solution is hard as fuck. That's the solution. Mm -hmm. When you are attuned to comparing yourself to others, to deciding something is wrong with someone else, to basically moving that focus back to you, it takes courage, it takes determination, it takes a deep desire to want to do that. And that comes from having some kind of value for yourself. You will not turn the focus back to you until you have some kind of value of yourself. It's just how it is. And so you have to look at all the ways you devalue yourself. And that is by focusing on other people and diagnosing them or analyzing them or spending any time like that. But I I want you to start small, okay? So what I want you to do is notice what you focus on throughout the day. Is it other people or is it you? Is it your feelings? Is it your plans? Is it your desires? And that does not include bending somebody's free will. Like, oh, my desire is to get them to do what I want them to do. That's that's not your desires. Your desires are more true, authentic motivation. It does not mean other people need to do something to satisfy you. So the thing you may need to focus or may need to do to bring the focus back to you is to speak the truth to other people. You may need to start telling on yourself. That's a quick way to snap your ass back to you. I realize I've been trying to make you into a narcissist instead of looking at why I make a choice to be here and hurt myself daily. I am digging deeper into why I treat myself this way so I can change it as it is a truth, right? to say something like that. Of course, it's not telling the person to do anything. It's not saying it's their fault. You're sharing your fucking truth about your choice every day. Now it can be super uncomfortable to do this, but if you want your life to be different, it's totally worth considering because hearing yourself and feeling yourself do this shows the focus is on you and you are taking care of you and no more illusions to the outside world or even lies to yourself. You set yourself free when you put the focus on yourself. Now, anytime you find yourself focusing on the other person, trying to figure them out, stop for a moment and ask, what do I get out of this? Like really dig deep. What do I get out of this? Feel into it. You know, you want to find those hidden nuggets inside of you that are truths that you've buried and you want those to come out so you can set yourself free. You can say, you know, okay, how do I get out of this? Well, I got to make a new choice. So does it just give me more shit to mentally chew on? No, you don't want to chew on more shit. But a lot of times that's what we do. We want to, oh, I can just chew on more shit. I can just, you know, focus on stuff, come up with another story and just kind of sink into the story and think, 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 so that I don't ever take action. So that's maybe what you're doing, not taking action. Well, why? Right? Know your why. Be aware of yourself. And as usual, if you want a spotlight, okay, on your crap and why you keep focusing anywhere else but you and you're ready to transform and stop living someone else's life or trying to communicate so you please someone else, then please email Erin, E-R-I-N, at tracycrossley.com to talk about how we can help. And if you're afraid 
then you're not ready yet. Like if you're too afraid, you're like, oh shit, I don't want to, I, I, mm, I don't know. I'd rather hang out with my narcissist longer. I'm afraid if I start doing something, I'm going to lose the narcissist and that's all I've got. You're not ready yet. And that's okay. Just know you might need to be with these icky, shitty feelings longer. Then you may need to be in relationships that aren't really relationships. They're just ships and they're like ships passing in the night because you're not relating. Okay. And that's okay. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there. All right. What did I do? I communicated in a box for a long time. When I was in my last attached relationship, I started speaking my truth, even though my words were things I felt I could choke on when they were coming out of my mouth. They'd get caught in my throat, but I did it and I grew stronger in my attention towards me. I learned this person here was being ignored. Me, her, she, this person here. I learned by dropping the desire to figure the other person out, I felt more fulfilled. Yes, just literally by stopping my search online to figure the guy out, I found me. It was sort of like when I lived on social media and would feel that funky feeling, you know, like I used to be on social media a lot more. And then I would always feel like some kind of funk, like, oh, I know I'm distracting myself or I know I'm sucking the life out of me when I'm spending, you know, hours on here. And it was like that same feeling I started having when I was trying to search for the solution to what I thought the guy's problem was. Mm -hmm. And I started feeling that like, what the fuck am I doing? This is like a waste of time. And so it was really good that I did that because it all went away when I decided I wanted to handle my own feelings and I had to take responsibility for my choices. And then as I became ready, I kept making new choices and my new choices set me free. So wisdom nugget, focus on yourself, all parts of you trust that your choices are leading you somewhere to another lesson or to your goals. It's the same road for all of us. You have a universal right. You have a universal right to remain without introspection or awareness and continually think someone else steers the boat of your life. As long as you let someone control how you feel, you will be unhappy and you can choose now to change the trajectory or not. Anyway, yep, i got three podcasts for you guys. All right, 269, Journey of Attachment, Comparing Yourself to Others. 378, Focus on You, You Beautiful Thing. And number 192, Focusing on Other People. Yes. All right, you guys, you take care. And again, if you have any questions, you can send them to info at tracycrossley.com. Um, if you have a suggestion for a topic, you can send them there too. Like I said, this was a suggestion, although I... I took it and I'm, I may make it into something that works more for what message I'm trying to convey and the audience I'm conveying it to. All right, you guys, you take care. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating so it can be heard by more people. And to find out more about her programs, workshops, coaching, and her new book entitled Overcoming Insecure Attachment, visit tracycrossley.com.